Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Remix Podcast, Episode 5. I'm Stacy, And I'm Mari. Uh, so to start things off, get into a little bit of news. On February 27th, that was the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was, like, sitting there thinking about all the Pokemon I've, I played when I was a kid and, like, collecting the cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, it's been 20 years. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, my very first memory of Pokemon is um, I go up to this girl on the playground. She's playing on her Game Boy. And I'm like, what game are you playing? And she's like, oh, Pokemon. And they were just, she was like talking to somebody else. And she's like, yeah, my thing is level 10. And I was like, how many levels are there? Because I thought she meant she was on level 10, but really her Pokemon were level 10. Yeah, yeah. I think she was in uh, the town with like the graveyard in it, like the really weird town where mm-hmm. it was like, this is where we keep the dead Pokemon. <laughs> and I was Which like, okay. so creepy. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to be releasing... Pokemon Moon and Pokemon Sun in holiday 2016 this year. And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, should I get a Pokemon game? Because now I... Oh my God. What? Stacy, you know what this means? What? I finally have a friend to trade Pokemon with. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I never traded with anybody. Well, I traded with my siblings, but that was it. I didn't have like any friends that played it, really. Man. Because I was way, I was just way too cool for everybody. That's why. Yeah, like you were ahead of it. I was just so ahead of everybody. Yeah, because like, yeah, definitely, totally. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's what it is. I traded Pokemon cards. Yeah, I my younger siblings got like way way more into the cards than I did though. Like I like had a couple packs, but they had like you know with like a full binder. I had a full binder. Yeah. I had like a binder for my Pokemon cards, and then I gave it to my cousin. I don't know where it is now. Yeah, I bet it'd be worth a lot of money now <laughs> because I had like a lot of really rare cards. I don't know. Are they worth any money now? Yeah, because everybody who was a fan then is an adult now. Oh yeah, now they have like all this money, and they're like, I'm gonna like collect all the Pokemon swag I could never have as a kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I had like. A holographic Charizard. Well, everyone, according to the book, the holographic Charizard was the rarest. Mm-hmm. But the Go Team Rocket was actually the rarest one. Oh, of course. Duh. Duh. Don't you remember this? Real fans know that. Duh, idiot god. <laughs> I, like, I have a feeling that when I get older, I wonder if I'm going to be one of those people who has, like, a separate room in my house for all, like, just nerd shit. You know, how you like in my like in my house. Well, but it's like, no, no. Like how they go to like the house of like a collector and it's filled with like all this Pac-Man stuff. stuff. It's, they, the, it's the Stacy cave. Yeah, exactly. But there, ever, but there won't be anything like useful in it. Like there won't be like a gaming system or anything. It'll literally just be a room of stuff. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how I posted so in my house I have this recording studio set up and uh after I like put it together I took pictures and posted it on Man Cave, like the subreddit for man caves or something. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, check out my girl cave. And, like, all these people got really shitty at me because it was like, oh, this is for man caves. And I was like, I don't understand how my cave looks. Like, it's not like this room looks feminine, like, stereotypically feminine at all. No. It had, like, all my gaming set up and, like, foam on the walls. And I was like, are you guys for real? Is this a joke? I thought they were joking at first, but then, like, people were actually mad about it. I was like, what is wrong with you? Mari, because you're encroaching on the territory. Don't you understand? I thought, like, okay, so these are all, like, adult humans because who who has a man cave when they're, like, a child? Nobody. Because it's their bedroom. That's why. (laughs) And I was just sitting there like, is this a joke? I can't believe it. You guys are actually mad that I said girl cave and then posted a gaming room. Nope, not allowed. (laughs) That's so stupid. It was so stupid. I was like, what is wrong with you? They They don't even really have a way to verify your gender, but they knew. They knew. Well, I called it a girl cave. Yeah. But, like, who cares? They're like, nope, see that femme chef over there? That's definitely a girl. Too girly for us. I think someone was like, why didn't you just call it a man cave? And I was like, because I'm not a man. (laughs) And they're like, well, this is for man caves. And I was like, okay, I think you'll survive. (laughs) And then I refused to take it down. And then I got really obnoxious about it. (laughs) As as per usual, what else is new? Well, who's going to fucking tell me what to do? Yeah. I remember I made the, like, top girlfriends for girls, like, because we try to make sure, like, there's, like, a diversity of contents and try not to, like, focus too much on one type of content. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I did the top girlfriends for girls video. Top boyfriends. Like, I don't need to, like, do it for a while. Like, just, like, you know, make sure there's a diversity of content. Like, some people were like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, this is not why I subscribe. And I was like, oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah? Now it's going to be gayer than ever. <laughs> I, like, I, it's really weird when people say that because it's like, I don't really care, you know? No, yeah, we don't care. It's like when they're like, oh, like, I, you know, I didn't know you were like this. Like, I don't support this. Like, and I'm like, well, that's, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. They're like, oh, are they lesbians? That's like cool, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as, like, actual gay shit happens, they're like, ugh. Yeah, gay I know. stuff. It's like they're they're like totally fine with like fantasizing about us being lesbians, but if we actually talk about any gay shit, they like don't want to hear it. It's like okay, so on the coming out on top series, which I was like, okay, okay, we can cool it on coming on top, and now I'm like, no, we're gonna play coming on top every day for the rest of our lives, <laughs> because some people are like, God, I like really support you guys and Geek Remix channel, but I just can't support this, and I was like, if you can't support this, then you don't support Geek Remix, and then. Like, because we just got a bunch of new subscribers who were male, so then, like, all these, like, randos came on to our coming out on top series being like, ugh, like, this is weird, blah, 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 and I was like, yeah, then, okay. Then just don't watch it. That's, like, I know. That's the, like, we put out tons of videos, like, just, if you don't want to watch it, just don't watch it. It's like if we did, like, a third-person shooter, like, a whole bunch of our subscribers, like, wouldn't really be interested, which is fine. Just don't watch it. You I know? know. We have, like, a diverse, a huge diversity of content. And um, so I put, like, a blanket statement down on the latest one, which seems to have confused so many new subscribers. Like, what is this? Is this a penis? <laughs> um, 
I was just like, you know, if you don't want to watch this video, that's fine. We have a ton of other videos for you guys to watch. But if you don't support, like, this type of game, then you don't support Geek Remix. And if you think this is, quote-unquote, disgusting, then you think Geek Remix is disgusting. So you can't be like, like, and that's what I said. But it's like, I, there were so many comments that I was like, I had to delete them because they were just such garbage. Yeah. Being like, oh, well, like, oh, I love you guys, but I just can't get behind this. And I was like, I don't know what videos you've been watching where you thought that this was not us. I know. But it is. It's very strange. Like, I don't feel like we we hide the fact that we support that at all. And so, we love it. Yeah. It's our whole, it's everything. I know. And, like, <clears throat> like uh, when we came out with that two interviewees video... We lost a ton of sub. Well, not a ton, like twenty subscribers. But I think they were all like new subscribers. Uh, well, all those weird randos. And we didn't even say anything that like ridiculous. You literally cited from your job that's about hiring people. Like yeah. you work at a company that specifically that specifically hires people. That's like is, the job of the company. Yeah, Stacy's company's like literally studies and does hiring. And Stacy was like, "Yeah, it's true." And they're like, no, Stacey, you're wrong. And I was like, okay. You're an idiot. <laughs> Except that, okay. Well. Except that, like, if she was wrong, then her company would be wrong and her company would not make any money. Yeah. So, like, so. all these people were like, oh, this is all based on flaw statistics. And I guarantee you, they, like, read it in a comment to something where someone was like, yeah, this is totally that. And I was like, well, you know, the whole, like, flawed statistics thing, like, I get where people are coming from because there are a lot of flawed statistics out there, but at the same time, it's not like it's not like the statistics that support that it was like one or two studies. It's been like a hundred studies. Yeah. You know, like in tons of countries all over the world over the past like twenty or thirty or forty years. <laughs> you know? I I saw some sarcastic post from somebody a while ago being like, feminism, the idea that there's been a conspiracy to oppress women for the last 10,000 years. And I was like, did you, have you read history? Like, are you serious? Is that a joke? Yeah. I'm not saying like women are in the same place they were 100 years ago, but there definitely like actually was one. Well, <laughs> the very fact that when you read a history book, the majority of the people you read about are, me are white men. Like, and then people are like, oh, well, you know, if women were that smart or if minorities were that smart, they would be, like, more prominent in history. I'm like, no, because they weren't allowed to go to school. Yeah. Duh. Like, and there's, like, there's so few women. Blah, blah. I was like, yeah, because they weren't allowed to go to school. And when they did finally, like, show that they were smart, people were like, I don't think so, honey. Like, blah, 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 blah. Do, or, they, do they not remember, like, what a big deal it was when they first opened, like, black universities and stuff? Like, that was an actual were, historical People were thing. mad about it. Yeah. Like, and it still had to be segregated. Yeah. Well, no, like, what, no, they had, yeah, they had separate. No, I'm saying they couldn't go to universities, so black people were like, I'll make my own. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why those existed, is because they weren't allowed to go to colleges with white people, so... I don't understand how they can say, oh, man. I don't sure. know. Sure. Like, they're like, oh. Anyway, well, I'm just saying, like, 
if people are going to be like, well, how come there aren't any, like, I'm like, well, how come there haven't been any, like, lead actresses who are Asian who won from the Oscars? Be like, well, well, uh, shouldn't we just wait until there's a female Asian actress good enough to deserve an award? And I'm like, there's no parts, you dumb shit. <sighs> and I mean, even like, if, so... Even if, I know, like, that people get really bent out of shape about the whole, like, Natalie Portman thing. Even if you counted Natalie Portman, that's still one person. One person. You know what I mean? And there's other Asian parts that have won Oscars played by By a white white person. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. um, Fallout 4 mod support is... uh, coming to xbox one in may so well this is what they said it's coming to xbox one in may playstation 4 in june it will also enable fallout 4 owners to search for mods using a workshop browser on steam and their goal is to get the mod support out between the first two dlc packs which i I, wonder if they're gonna pay the are they gonna pay the modders i don't know and i don't know I mean, I don't know, like, what kind of mod support they're actually going to enable because I really can't imagine them bringing, like, all the mods. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's impossible. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of vetting process. Because I'm like, all right, I'm going to bare dicks and titties on my, like, Yeah, like, we're console. selling this on your Xbox One. Parents, buy this for your kids. Like, No, I'm- I don't think it's going to be, like, titties and stuff. It's probably going to be, like, extra ammo or like multiplayer stuff or stuff like that yeah and i was wondering even if they were to do something like this do you think that they're going to use mods that have been made by modders or are they going to make their own well if it, if they make their own mods that means that that's basically a dlc so i don't think so i think they're going to use actual modder modder mods yeah modder mods <laughs> because I mean, I kind of like that, though. I think it would be cool if they just, if that was just, like, if they just had mod support on Xbox One and PlayStation. Well, okay, so I know everyone got mad on Steam when Steam was like, oh, we're going to charge you for mods and the modders are going to make money, blah, blah, blah. For some reason in my head, I think it's, I think that modders should be paid because it's nice. But for some reason, if you are going to actually vet and put it on the xbox xbox one and ps4 maybe those modders really should be paid some sort of upfront amount of money like if those mods are going to be free i think they they should pay those modders like money because for somebody on xbox one or ps4 and who's able to put mods on their fallout 4 game like that's adding a lot of value to their game and honestly i just i really think that if they're going to do that, they should pay those modders at okay. the very least. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and people put a lot of work into those. I mean, it's like any other, it's like creating like a, a new thing for the game. You it's know? like making an official part of the game. Yeah. Before ex- it was like ragtag, like put some titties on your shit. I know that there's a lot of really great PC mods, I'm saying, but they're like making an official part of the game. So basically, I think that they should pay them some sort of upfront I mean something that at that like if they make it an official part of the game there's no difference between that and like if Bethesda had made it themselves 
And if yeah. Bethesda had made it themselves, the people at Bethesda would have been paid to do it. So, therefore, if a modder creates it and they actually make it a- like able for consumers to get to it, like on Xbox One and PlayStation, like people should be paid for it. Even if it's a, like a relatively small amount, like per install or something like that. You know? I think it should be an upfront fee just to make it more simple and stuff. But it's just like, I know it's a really complicated thing because people did not like it when paid for mods were on Steam because before that they were free. I I get it. I get it. And people were stealing other people's mods and like uploading them and all this stuff. But yeah. I think that if you're going to have it on Xbox One and PS4, they have to vet those mods. They have to like go through them and make sure everything's like a-okay and what it won't be like the xbox live marketplace where they just let literally anything any piece of shit game come on there oh god i can't wait for the shit games to come back because i actually loved it (laughs) i know me too they were okay so those of you who aren't familiar with their shitty look series uh those were from the xbox 360 marketplace which is basically like a complete free-for-all in terms of letting people upload games Mm-hmm. Um, like ga- like small games that they made. But we haven't been able to play a lot of those lately because nobody's making them anymore. So basically they need to like... Well, we need to go into the Steam green light. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what we need to do. You know what we really need to do? We need to play some from... Uh, what's that fucking studio? Digital Homicide. Uh, those <laughs> drama queens. <laughs> So, um, if any of you are using Google's GPS app Waze, you can, they've now added Morgan Freeman to the list of celebrities that can navigate your turn-by-turn directions. Um, they also have, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kevin Hart. Have you heard of that? that I haven't. Okay, so the Waze app is basically, it's kind of like, it's like one of those, like, turn-by-turn direction GPS apps. Mm-hmm. But, like, instead of having Siri being like, turn left after, like, three miles, you would have either, you would have, like, a celebrity give you directions. So if you wanted to listen to Morgan Freeman, like, narrating your, you know, car trip across the Edie. United States. I want Edie to do it. I mean, they'd have to add her, though. I know, I'm joking. Oh. But, yeah. I don't really have much of a interest in, like celebrities but if i could get like a video game character i'd be like oh yeah wouldn't that be really yeah Yeah, i was thinking about it i mean morgan freeman i thought was kind of cool just because he's like the voice of like god you know god march of the penguins Mm -hmm. type shit where he Mm -hmm. just like everything he says sounds like it's like an epic part of your life so Mm -hmm. oh that was kind of neat former california senator leland yee was sentenced to five years in prison Yi was sentenced on corruption charges in a sweep against 29 individuals, uh, blah, 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 blah. And during his, so this guy, during his time at the state Senate, he, uh, he was the guy who authored legislation that was signed into law preventing the sale or rental of violent video games to minors. That statute was later overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court, which was like a really big deal for being in conflict with the First Amendment. So, is it in conflict to, with the First Amendment to have something be like rated R or something? Um, I well, I think that what their big issue was is like 
how can you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they had a difference between, I don't know like what their, what their rating system was. If they had just said like blanket sweep, like anything with violence in it can't be sold to minors. Wait, which guy was this? This was Leland Yee. Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't know exactly like what their scale of violence was, but if they said just like anything with violence in it can't be sold to minors, that's oh, kind anything of, with violence. Hmm. That's that's kind of bullshit because that doesn't obey like a rating system like it would for any other type of media like movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but the fact that the U.S. Supreme Court got involved, I remember that being kind of a big deal. Um, George R. R. Martin has been running his mouth about the Winds of Winter book instead of just finishing the fucking book already. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. I used to like like to give him shit, but then now that Stacy and I are like barely a blip on the radar, I can barely handle it. I can't imagine how much shit he gets. No. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It's like I get so many messages a day about just stuff, and then people yelling at me for not like answering them, and I'm like, I can't. But. He, I remember he got really mad that people, like, talk about him dying, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, fuck yeah, off. well, it's because people were, you know why, though? Okay. Well, yeah, I know why, but it makes you realize, like, you know, he's, he's a person, you know? Wait, are we talking about the same thing? George R. 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 Martin got mad that people were being like, oh, he's got to finish the book before he dies, and he's like... Yeah. I'm a person. Like, the, well, the reason people are saying that is because of that other guy who was writing that huge epic fantasy series that was the never finished. The Wheel of finished. Time. Yeah. I mean... I know. It, it's still not a good reason why, though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of morbid. I don't think that... I. Well, I'm sure some people were doing it maliciously, but... I, it's not maliciously. I think he just felt like he wasn't being treated like a human being. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, like, he's right. I shouldn't be, like, talking about if he's going to die before he finishes the books. That it's Well, it's really morbid, I think, is what it is. Like, to I, think about it that way. It's also kind of rude towards him because, like, he's a person. He's, like, a human being. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I shouldn't be talking about him like that. You know, because, yeah. like, I just, like, and then I tried to imagine how I would feel if a bunch of people were like, oh, I hope she doesn't die. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Like, I would be mad. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, but, it's like whenever people talk about you in the third person, I feel like. Oh, yeah. That especially feels so if they, weird. Especially if they talk about things that you believe in or things that they think you said. And you're like, I never said that. Well, I just remember the way he used to be. Bef- okay. So, Hipster Mari. I read the books, like, way before the TV show came out. Oh, like, God. I'm the one who was like, Stacy, read this, read this. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Then the first episode came out, and you're like, so uh, can I get that book? How's your <laughs> handlebar mustache doing? But I remember, like, I used to follow his blog, and he used to, like, post fan pictures and be like, blah, 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 blah. And he used to just be, like, really friendly. And now he's kind of standoffish because it's just too much. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. His blog is the one that recommended the Bone Dolls twin to me. He was like, this is one of the best books I've read in years. But anyway, uh, he just used to be a lot more friendly. And and even then, I finished um, 
What's the book before A Dance of Dragons? Honestly, I have no idea. It's just one big long book to me. I finished that one in 2009. And I was like, and at the end of it said, oh, Dance of Dragons should be out by 2007. And Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Wait. Well, it's a little late now, but I'm sure it'll be here any minute. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then I was like, do, 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 do. I guess I'll just read the whole books, all the books again. Maybe then by the time I'm done, it'll be out. You know, okay. I I want to do that, but I kind of like I'll, I'll probably listen to them on Audible like before, like in the run up to when the next one comes out, because honestly, it's been such a while since I read them. I feel like if I wouldn't even be able to have a like intelligent conversation about like where everybody is in the story right now. It's really hard. Okay, so in the books, the the time between the brutality is very far. And when I started watching the show, they kind of cut out all the intrigue. And they're like, and now this person dies. And now this person dies. And I'm like, oh, it's too much to like in one compacted thing. Because at least when you're reading the books, there's like, here's all these small details. Here's some character development. Now this guy's face gets ripped off. And then we go back to this other stuff and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I feel the like show, the, it's like, I feel <gasps> like I feel like in the show you miss out on a lot of the like the reasons why people do things like the inner the inner thoughts is really like that's what I always loved about the books because they were so yeah, flawed, the, but relatable. Yeah. And it's just very, like, very well developed. I feel like when things happened, you always kind of, the, the book didn't have to tell you why people were doing what they were doing. You always kind of understood well, yeah. because you understood the characters. Whereas, yeah. like, in the show, I feel like they have to spell things out for you a little more. Because they don't have enough time. Yeah. It's like Which, an entire season for one book and it's still not enough. I, yeah, and I mean, like, I understand that you have to, like, juice things up for television, I guess, but it's just, like, it got to the point where I was just like, okay. Oh, well, I watched the first season, I was like, oh, this is pretty, like, accurate representation of what's going on. Got a little bit into the second season, and I was like, what happened? Where are we going? I, mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and especially when, so, you know that, like, the next seasons that are coming up, like, are gonna diverge from the books. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't really been following it, and I don't really have an issue with spoilers because for some reason, like, if I don't <laughs> if I don't tell people what I like, I never get a spoiler, unfortunately, for Stacy. Oh, that, what? What? Remember, I, I tried to warn you because I saw on my dashboard oh, all these yeah, people yeah, mad yeah. about the 100, and I was like, oh, shit, I should tell Stacy, and I was like, Stacy, watch out. Yeah. Somebody was somebody asked me the other day. They were like, "Hey, what TV shows do you watch?" And I was like, "I actually don't want to tell you because whenever I mention like what TV shows I watch, I just get like a bunch of spoilers whenever a new episode comes out." So, yeah. It's like when Life is Strange was coming out and we had to like shut down our Twitter accounts before Yeah. Before I shut Yeah. Out. Yeah. And when you went on your honeymoon, you had to turn off your tumblr and asks and everything just so Mm -hmm. people wouldn't like send you millions of spoilers yeah i had to turn everything off i couldn't go on twitter it was like had to like shut that shit down Mm -hmm. 
Um, What? It was just too much. Yeah. In more news about mods, XCOM 2 modders have added a Bob Ross voice pack to the Steam Workshop. So, you know who Bob Ross is, right? Yeah. So, Bob can congratulate you on a good shot and give you encouragement while you play. In XCOM 2? Yeah. Have they fixed the frame rate? Is there a mod for that? I have no oh, idea. Oh, burn XCOM 2. Oh! Um, you can also get a Darth Vader voice pack and Stormtrooper helmets if you want to, like, Star Wars up your XCOM 2 experience. Nice. I remember when that whole, like, 24-hour Twitch stream of Bob Ross was going on. That was just, like, awesome. He's so positive. It's, like, hard not to feel good when you're watching Bob Ross. Um, I have to pee. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Hey. Um, and I'm sure you heard that Fable Studio Lionhead is closing. I thought it had already closed. Oh, perhaps. I think Sony is going to hire up a bunch of the people that work there because they were talking about... I was reading some news about it today. I thought it was... I hit. Oh, I thought it had been closed, and that's why Peter Molyneux made his shitty studio, but I guess not? No, no. They... No, it's closing, like, soon or now, I guess. Huh. Yeah. I always, I'm always like, oh, Lionhead equals Peter Molyneux, so then that's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, they hadn't closed yet, but they are now, which I'm sure is going to be kind of a rough time for all the people that work there. I'm sure they get scooped up because, I don't know, maybe not, probably not. Yeah. But maybe, in our dreams, since Sony picked up Hideo Kojima... They'll work for him, I guess. Maybe. I well, <laughs> I mean, Sony was talking about hiring, like having like a hiring event, which mm-hmm. is basically like, so if a company, if a company buys another company, like this isn't an acquisition situation, but like if a company buys another company, what they'll do is they'll host like a hiring event, which is basically where anybody that works for that other company can not like compete but like submit their resumes to work for the company that's buying them Mm -hmm. like sometimes when companies acquire another company they call it like an aqua hire where what they really want to do is they just want to like get all the talent from that company um but other times they'll do like a hiring event which is where like they'll buy like the company so that they can get the ips and stuff Mm -hmm. and then they'll have like a hiring event to see if they want to hire any of the people which is generally if they don't have room to hire everybody but they want to see like who's the best of the best essentially Mm -hmm. (laughs) have it be like a hunger games for jobs (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) any of you who fail will die will die Like, you have to, yeah, can you just imagine, like, all these, like, business people having to, like, kill each other for what? There was a movie about that. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was really good, and I was sitting there like, oh my god, what is wrong with these people? Where people have to kill each other for jobs? Well, it wasn't really killing each other, it was, they were like, oh, we're all gonna work for this cutthroat company, and there's only a certain amount of jobs, and blah, 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 like, it was, like, a really lucrative job. 
it was it's like in the future where like there's some disease or some shit oh and uh like this company makes the medicine for that disease and they're all like we need to get in because money blah 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 and they are they're like <clears throat> there's a test that they need to take and on each and every person's like piece of paper there's like all these different rules and there's See, a question you're gonna that they talk need to about answer. this movie and it's gonna sound really awesome and then no one's gonna know what it is oh what is it called oh damn it hold on let me just google it okay um while you're googling that i wanted to just address really quickly so a lot of people ask what other podcasts we listen to since we don't put out podcasts like you know every day um, so other ones that I would recommend, if you like spooky stuff, I would recommend The Black Tapes, Lore, and The Message. Those are all really good. Uh, Limetown is also another one that's kind of spooky. If you like gaming news, I would check out Jimquisition's Podquisition. I found it. It's called Exam. Oh, okay. It's really good. It's an indie film, so it's like, you know... You ever have those indie films where it all takes place in one room, but you're sitting there like, oh, my God. Um, oh, man. Uh, you're talking about like a essentially like a bottle film. What's a bottle film? Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. So a bottle film is or like a bottle episode is where everything takes place in one room or one setting. Ah, I like those. Well, not the episodes when it's on a deep. <coughs> Sorry. You're falling apart today. <clears throat> yeah, I just got a pee, got a cough. But when it's in a movie, I feel like that's when writing is its strongest. Well, sometimes. Because they're like, how can we make a low-budget thing but, like, a lot of tension? Yeah. I don't know. I always feel like... I haven't. I feel like I haven't watched like a good one of those yet because whenever I watch it, it always just feels like really forced... Like, it feels like they're purposefully limiting themselves to well, that situation, they you are, know? They are purposely limiting themselves. I know, but, like, it's where you can actually feel it, and it's not just like, oh, I'm into the story. Like, it, the, the fact that they are limiting themselves becomes, like, a part, you know what I mean? I end up really liking them. Like, there's this movie called Low, and um, it's, you can... You can, I mean, you can tell it has a limited budget, but the story's really good. It's about a man who falls in love with a woman, and she ends up being a demon. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to find her, and he takes this book that she left behind, and he tries to summon her, but he keeps summoning the wrong demons. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they keep trying to trick him and all this stuff, and he just loves her, and he just wants to see her again. And she's like – and it all takes place kind of – it kind of looks like a play. But it's like in this dark room. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. I liked it. It's called Low. Yeah. And there's another one I liked where uh, aliens abduct all these people. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Sorry. They abduct all these people and they put them in a room, and they all have to vote who's gonna die. See, like, why would you tell us about it if you don't know what it is? I can find it. <laughs> um. For other podcasts, if you like... Circle. It's called Circle. Circle? Yeah. How do you find these so fast? You just type in, like, aliens, movie... I type, in a room, vote who has to die. Oh. <laughs> and it says, 
and then it does start. I'm really good at Google. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I love those movies. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So a couple other podcasts that I would recommend would be if you like history and kind of like badass history, I would recommend Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. If you like politics, um, I like Common Sense with Dan Carlin. I don't always agree with everything he says, but I feel like his opinions are very... Do you ever listen to somebody talk and you're like, oh, I don't agree with what you're saying, but you've put a lot of thought into this and you don't just sound like an angry person, like completely talking out of your ass? Well, yeah, I got in a huge fight with Laura yesterday. Laura Kate Dale. Well, it wasn't like a real fight. It was like a... Like a it was like a joke fight. Yeah. Um, about the ending of Mass Effect 3. And she was like, oh no, I'm bringing... She read out her entire Mass Effect 3 article and I was like, don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> it was all on st- uh, some guy's stream because they were raising money for Laura's uh, private gender surgery. Mm-hmm. And if... Uh, oh yeah, uh, Laura's having a fundraiser for her private gender surgery sorry to go off topic i have add um she is having she wants to get uh private gender surgery which means that she lives in england and they have public health care there but due to funding cuts she's already been waiting for three years and it's gonna be like at least another 2.5 years on a waiting list for this to happen for her yeah and that's like a really long time to wait. So she's trying to raise funds to be able to do to it privately. Do, to do it privately, which is a really long time to wait because my friend in Canada, he he's uh, female to male, and he's getting his. He, I mean, he already got his breast tissue removed, and I think he only had to wait like two years. But then he added time onto that so that he could take a break from school to recover. But, like, that's a really long time to wait, e- even in for even if you're in a public health care. Well, because, <clears throat> so just imagine, imagine, so, like, imagining it for myself, like, if, so this would be like if I found out that I had bipolar disorder and somebody was like, hey, you have to wait five years to get your medication. Yeah. Like, because this is, you know, f- saying, like, Hey, there's a solution, but you can't. There's have it a yet. solution, but you can't have it for five years. Like that's a long time. <laughs> it's a yeah. long time to be walking around feeling like, hey, my body doesn't match how I feel on the inside. That's a really good way to explain it. Being bipolar, but not allowing to, being allowed to have the so, the the solution or what could be the solution to you know a lot of the things that you feel yeah so in anyway, that in that vein yeah go fundraising ahead. campaign let me sorry i am all over yeah <laughs> are do you, are you good i'm trying to find like a way for them to navigate themselves towards it uh, go to her Twitter and then find it or just be like, Mari, what's the link to her thing? And, and I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Um, in that mental health vein, so a lot of people ask us about resources for mental health. Like if you need somebody to talk to or, you know, work through feelings and stuff. Though I find that the website Seven Cups of Tea 
is really good because they match you up with somebody who can who can like talk to you more you know and like listen to how you feel because I know that for me at least sometimes like if I need somebody to talk to it's nice to talk to somebody who I don't know we'll just listen you never have to deal with again who you, yeah you never, <laughs> yeah who's like anonymous you like don't have to deal with them you know that they don't know so like talking to the people that are in your life sometimes can be hard because you know that they have their own biases about what they would say to you or like how they think you should feel but if you're talking to somebody who's like anonymous it can be kind of nice to just be like, oh, well, this person just wants to listen to you. They want to listen to, like, whatever you have to say, you know? And you can say whatever you want. And you can well, you can't, like... Okay, well, you know what I mean. You can't, like, make suicidal threats and stuff like that. That's yeah. the one thing that you can't do. Um, And that is only because if you are feeling suicidal, you should be calling 911 or whatever yeah. the number is in your country for if, immediate emergency help. If you think that you want to send Stacy or I or I uh, a message saying that you want to kill yourself, please call 911 because we don't have the resources to help you. Yes. And we're not qualified as doctors or therapists. No. We are not able to do that. Yeah. Um, you, and also if you want to go to like a meeting or something, I know a lot of people have heard about, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous and stuff like that, but they also have meetings like Emotions Anonymous for mental health and Overeaters Anonymous for, which includes any eating disorders. So it's not just for overeaters. It can also be if you have anorexia or bulimia or anything else yeah, that has to do just, with eating. It's just the most popular group, so then it became the group. It became for yeah, everyone. it became the group. Yeah. So um to touch on a topic that we talked about a couple podcasts ago. So we were t- remember how we were talking about the Pirate Bay for scientific journals? Mhm. So basically what it is is when people release scientific papers, they normally go into academic journals. But most of them are hidden by a paywall of like $15, $30, or even $50, mm-hmm. which a university may have to pay several times per department in order for scientists at that school to access the research. Mm-hmm. And so scientists are also not paid for their contributions to academic scientific journals, mm-hmm. which is another reason why people were just like, you know what? Like, fuck it. If you're going to make it so difficult and so expensive... And I'm going to give you these my papers, like my research for free. And then you're going to charge me to view other people's research. I think, you know, academics just got really fed up with it. And so that's why. It's kind of like books, uh, textbooks for college. Yeah. Here's a $300 book. I know. It's updated slightly every time. And, and then, like, yeah, and then, like, when, when people resell it, they're like, oh, yeah, here's 20 bucks off of a book that you paid, like, $200 for new. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. I And, you know, it's such bullshit because, like, professors... I school books. <laughs> I, I pay a lot less for them because mine are all digital. Uh, kiddos out there who are like oh my god i can't afford my textbooks blah 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 
Um, most textbooks you can find on Pirate Bay. Just saying, like, if you really can't afford it and your school's not helping you cover for it, I get it. You can find them on Pirate Bay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to advocate for that. I am. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, talking about books, I just wanted to give a quick thank you to those of you who've checked out our sponsors, um... I really hope that you guys enjoy Audible and Geek Fuel as much as we do. Uh, Mari and I love talking about books. So even if we weren't sponsored by Audible, I think we would probably still talk about books. I've been waiting for this. I got a new book. Can I talk about it? Or do you want to talk about yours first? Hold on one second. So I just, yeah. If you guys want to check it out, the link is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. And that gets you a free 30-day trial, which includes a free book. So I have read a couple different books in the time since we last (laughs) got to talk about books, but go ahead with yours. Okay, so I found a new, like, young adult book. You know how young adult books are, like, the The best? best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I've read a couple of books. Oh, my God, they're so good. So there's this book called Red Queen, which is the first of a series. Oh, fuck, I just finished reading it. Oh, my God, it's so good so right good i just finished the second one of that series too and i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah don't okay. don't talk about the second one because i haven't gotten to it yet okay so red queen and then its sequel glass sword are like fucking and they, they have incredible. a prequel too yeah i'm gonna read that next or listen to it next yeah so i think from what they like hint around the books this takes place in a post-apocalyptic like very far in the future, post-apocalyptic world where there was, like, a nuclear war or something. Yeah. And then they rebuilt it. And then there's these two classes of people called Silvers and Reds. And people who have silver blood have special powers. Mm-hmm. There, it's like X, if X-Men ruled the world. Yeah, definitely. And then they're, like, this one girl's, like, she's not a very good person. <laughs> like, but it's also, like... You listen to all the, it's a, it's, you know how when they have heroes who are like, no, I'm going to do the honorable thing no matter what. And she's like, I guess I'll do it. But if not, I won't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little more realistic. And sometimes I'm like listening to things she's doing and it all takes place from her perspective. So you hear all of her rationalization for this thing she does. And yeah. I think that's really interesting because you kind of sort of believe her, but then you're also like, I don't know, like, her, huh. like, love octagon is a little ridiculous. That's interesting how you thought of it that way. I was, like, totally right there with her. I was like, yeah, I agree with everything that she's doing. Uh, okay. Yeah. The whole time I was like, uh, okay, I mean, I guess. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. And... It's just, I, I don't know how to not talk about Glass Swords, but I like well, her character development through the series. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, I I really, really liked that book. It was just, like, so good. It gets Stacy. Yeah. It gets uh, insane. It's not like it gets insane, but I really love where all the characters go. 
Yeah. Like, I really like where that goes. I, I mean, know. Some... I'm so excited. Like, the way they left it in Red Queen was just, I was like, <gasps> I need to, like, you know. I mean, I love the story in Red Queen. And then in Glass Sword, like, the story's really cool, too. But I really love these the per- characters are, like, very real and at the same time, they don't try to, like, force it down your throat. Like, this is why I am doing this. Like, yeah. It's all from her perspective and her, like, watching other people. Mm-hmm. And I, like, damn it. It was it was really cool. But she she's, like, oh, I never explained. I did. Oh, I was so excited Whoa. to okay. tell you about this. But, like, that part where that. Don't talk about any of the parts. Like it's so. I'm it's trying. Like, I, I'm trying story... to just read the part that is the description for the book. See, I don't even. I don't even like reading descriptions for books because I feel like they always give away stuff that I would rather just discover That's on my true, own. That's true because I read the description and then like I was waiting for the description to happen. So yeah, you it's. Just trust Stacy and I are like, holy shit, there's no lesbians in it. Sorry. No, uh, but I have like a book with seven different characters. love interests. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Read Red Queen or listen to it or whatever. It's yeah. great. So another young adult book that I read a couple weeks ago that I really liked was called This Was Recommended to Me by somebody on Twitter. And I don't remember who they were. And I'm really sorry. But thank you so much for the recommendation. It's called The Coldest Girl in Cold Town by Holly Black. I heard that. What what was it what's it about? So, it's about this is another one of those ty- things where it's like you can't give away too much of the story. There are vampires. It's set in like a modern world though. Mhm. Um the title when I first read the title, I was like this sounds like the dumbest thing ever, but like I just trusted that <laughs> and the title like makes sense afterwards because you're like, "Oh, okay. They describe like when people get bitten, bitten by bitten by vampires, like they go cold, and they have these things called cold towns, which is basically where they segregated all the vampires, mm-hmm. and they allow them to exist separate from the rest of the human population. How do they eat? They eat voluntary humans. But they don't eat. They don't bite the humans. No, they don't bite the humans. Ah, okay. So, in, uh, you know how, like, in some vampire books, you have to drink vampire blood in order to turn? So, this is a very easy way to get turned. Yeah, you just have to be bitten, and then you'll turn eventually. There's, like, a little more that goes into it, but it explains it in the book. Um, so, the main character is not queer, but there is a bisexual boy and a trans girl. They're not the main characters, um, but... I just found it cool that they were just, like, in the book, and the book, like, didn't even make a big deal out of it. It was just like, oh, yeah, and, like, he likes to kiss everybody, you know? And that's fine. Oh, so yesterday a bunch of people on Tumblr put in my ask box some suggestions for lesbian books, so I'll just read them out. I haven't read them, but apparently everyone on Tumblr thinks they're great. Okay. Uh, From... Noodly Vampire Queen. If you're a if you're taking lesbian sci-fi slash fantasy suggestions, okay, well, whoa, just finished reading a fantasy novel called Thrall: Beyond Gold and Glory by Barbara Ann Wright, and it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? 
Another good lesbian sci-fi novel is Ascension by Jacqueline Koyanagi. Uh, a really good sci-fi... A lot of sci-fi lesbians. Yeah. Really good sci-fi novel with a lesbian main character. Ooh, that's also super funny with lots of action is Valhalla by Ari Batch. I'm going to have to ask you for these again because I want to read them. <laughs> and, hey, I know this really good fantasy... This uh, Who says this? Paladin Dan says, I know this really good fantasy novel with lesbians. It's by a local author, blah, 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 and I kind of thought you'd be into it. It's called Wings of Twilight by Hans Cummings. Okay. All right, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, because somebody had asked about that. If you also, I was, so I can't think of any books off the top of my head that have, like, queer main characters, but if you're looking for LGBTQ plus books, if you just Google, like, LGBT books, you'll get, there's, like, tons of listicles on the internet that go through, like, a bunch of really good ones. So, in addition to the ones that Mari just read off, too. Um, another book that I read recently was called All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. And that is about a blind French girl and a German boy in World War Two. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So you would just want to be depressed. It doesn't get as depressing as as it could, but it's very interesting to go through the book because some of it is told from her perspective and she's blind. Mm -hmm. And it really makes you – there are parts of it where it's like you really – you can like feel that one of the senses is missing. So it was really interesting to, like, listen to a book where you can, like, it talks about how she, like, finds her way around and stuff. Um, This isn't really giving anything away, but her father makes a model town for her of, like, where she lives. Mm -hmm. Like, he carves all these tiny little buildings out of wood so that she can, like, feel around and figure out where everything is. And that's how she finds her way around. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um... The end of it, so it has, like, the main story, and then, like, there's the end where it's like, oh, you know, 40 years later, this is where everybody is. And that part I actually did not really like because I was kind of like, what is this doing here? But the what's main the story point? itself, yeah, what? What's the point of it? Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, why, why have this here? But the main story part is really good. Uh, very interesting to read about that and to like read about it from perspectives that you know I don't know it was kind of like a kind of an epic story about normal people so it's like you don't realize it you know yeah uh when you finish glass sword can you tell me because I need someone to talk to about it definitely and please don't say anything else because you're the worst I'm trying so hard you're the worst I did a good job. I didn't say anything. Okay. So if you guys want to check out any of those books, uh, you can check them out on a free 30-day trial and a free book at audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Now, I had a couple other questions that I wrote down. So people have been sending me questions uh, to my ask box, which you can send us podcast questions. It's ask.fm slash geekremix a lot. And if you just write, like, podcast question, that way I won't answer it. So, (laughs) 
I don't know if you get asked this question a lot, but I do. People ask me for tips for getting over breakups. Uh, play a lot of video games. Yeah, I. That's literally it. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I don't know. Um, I feel like time really does make it better. You know, mm-hmm. like I know that's like not a great answer because people are like, well, but then I have to wait. But that it really does help. Um, Whenever I'm feeling shitty overall, I, I like just, to like play a game and listen to a podcast at the same time. So there is absolutely no room no room for thought. For thought. Yeah, yeah, at all. Like that's I, why I like listening to audiobooks is because it like it gives you it's like a it's like your distra- like a distraction. And, like, yeah. you feel like you're getting something out of it. It's not just, like, oh, you're distracting yourself doing something mindless. Like, you're actually listening to a great story. It can make you feel better about what's going on. And then, like, after you, even after you stop listening to it, you're like, oh, I don't feel as bad, you know? Yeah, my problems are not nearly as intense as this book's problems. <laughs> yeah, just listen to, like, a book that's really dark. <laughs> or, what you know, sometimes that doesn't help for people. but Or listen to a book where, like, you know, you you know yourself. You know? Yeah. If you something either really dark or really happy, whichever is the one that you need. Yeah. Or make I that's why I like listening to books that are set in like fantasy or sci-fi settings because then it is just like completely not real, you know? Oh, or romance somebody in a video game, just replace him. Yeah. With your digital girlfriend or boyfriend. Find a new crush. I've been playing Stardew Valley. It's taken over my life. Oh, my God. I've been hearing so much about that game. I got to play a little bit of it with you, but I feel like everybody is now obsessed with it. Oh, God. Okay, I tried to romance Abigail. She eats crystals. I don't know why. What? <laughs> is that, like, a bug some in just the game. really hardcore toothpaste? I think, she, I think it's a bug in the game, but now I kind of – it's kind of like who she is now, you know? <laughs> Because everyone's like, why does she eat rocks? And I'm like, well, I hope they don't fix this. Because I'll give her, her, trying to romance her is super expensive to the point where I was like, I give up. <laughs> and I just, like, romanced Harvey the doctor. And, uh, but I was, like, giving her rocks and she was like, thanks, I'm so hungry. And then I give her, like, actual vegetables and she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well... I'll just spend a million gil on you or monies or whatever. <laughs> uh. I was like, is she a dragon kin? Like, or what? Because she, like, goes into the graveyard to hang out and, like, only hangs out at night or when it rains. So I'm like. Wow. So creepy. Mm, I don't know if it's creepy. It's kind of awesome because, like, one time I found her playing the flute in the rain by herself. And I was like, cool. Well, she's the one that's like, oh, it's so beautiful when it rains. That yeah. one. Yeah, and, like, her mom's like, I worry about Abigail. But then she, like, if you befriend, at first I thought the relationships were kind of vapid and just like, oh, we're friends now. But if you befriend people to a certain level, they'll, like, unlock cutscenes where they'll develop as a person. Like, there's one character who's too shy to show her art. And if you befriend her and, like, talk to her a lot, she'll, like, be more confident and show her art to people. And it's a lot darker than, not darker, but adult than Harvest Moon games because, like, there was this one thing where somebody asked me a question 
and there was no right answer. Yeah. And I had to sit there for like a few minutes being like, oh, wait, no. It was a really tough question to ask. And I like didn't know what to tell them. Wow. Well, that's an awesome game. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, definitely recommend it. It's like, it's very good. And there's like one guy who's a total dick to you at first. Just keep giving him stuff and he'll be happy. And he ends up being pretty cool. So. Yeah. Um, so with video game movies like Warcraft and Assassin's Creed coming out, do you think that video game movies will make a comeback? Also, what video game franchise would make a good movie? So I also, since this person asked this question, they've announced that they are looking at Daisy Ridley from Star Wars as a possible Lara Croft for like the reboot of the Tomb Raider franchise which would be awesome. I have been dying for them to actually make good movies around those games. Wait, you didn't like the Tomb Raider movies? No. I loved them. I, I was mean, also like, 12, but... I mean, like, they're they're fine, but they're not, like... I don't know. Well, you, know it's, you know, it's like where you watch a movie and it's like like maybe like a superhero movie or an action movie and you're like oh like i like that they're using this concept but the movie itself is not very good well when did you watch the movie uh like a year ago oh well i watched it when i was like 12 and i was like this is awesome yeah (laughs) so i was like yeah this is great this is awesome and the resident evil movies i'm like perfect oh no see i liked the resident evil movies even though they weren't very good but, like, I knew they weren't very good, and I was, like, still good. I just remember really liking the Lara Croft movies and being like, Yeah, Angelina Jolie, your butt's padded. Yeah. I oh, just think great. <laughs> I think now that they've done the reboot, I think they could do a really good job with it. I really do. Yeah, and it's not a story. It's not a choice-based game, so people can't complain. Yeah. I, it would just be, like, so awesome to see you know, 2013, 2015 style Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. That would just be really awesome. And Daisy Ridley is pretty cool. So I think she would make a good Lara Croft. Any any that you would like to see? Um, hmm. I would say The Last of Us, but you know what? Sometimes stories are like... That's a tough one. I I think that people should really appreciate video game stories. As, as they are. As they are because there's a certain magic. Movies are movies. Video games are video games. And I'm not saying like video games cannot have a story. I'm saying that video games have a level of story to them that you cannot get from anything else. You know... We talked about this. Remember when we were saying, like, can video games be art? No, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about it because we're going to get in a fight. Why? But it's not a fight. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, but it's like... You're saying I that they can be more. That I, there's, like, no, a different th- level of story. And I that's just have what a I different definition of art than you. That's all. Because I think anything that is a creative expression is art. And it, I'm not saying it's more or less than art. I'm saying it's all art. Yeah, okay. And um, I just think that 
I like it when people use video game mechanics to make you care. Like, for Heavy Rain, that's a garbage story. But because it's a video game, I still gave a little bit of a shit you about know, it. I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think that aside from... Well, you know what? We haven't I played I cared the about whole, Sean. We that's, haven't played the whole thing yet, so I don't know that we can really talk about it too much but there are elements of that story that i actually really like and i think are good but i think the execution was crap it's all crap but the very just basic part of like because i'm playing the game so then i try not to care but then because i'm giving agency over what happens to the characters i just automatically default to caring so like when i have control over what's happening. I can, I'm like, oh, I got to disappoint Sean. Nope, can't do it. I love him. Like, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's garbage, but for some reason, like, I can't let Med- Madison die. I can't let... Oh, did you know that Jaden... This isn't a spoiler. The guy with the robot glasses? Yeah. Uh, He's gay. In the game? In the game, he's gay. Oh. But it's never said in the game. It's just oh. like a detail. Oh, so then why does it matter? Uh, for the same reason anybody is gay matters? No, I don't know. No, but like if it, if it's never ever mentioned in the game, then like then nobody would ever know about it. So Oh, well, David Cage, I think he was going to put it in there, but then something happened where he wasn't allowed to or he decided not to say it. Oh, anything. okay. And then like when it came out, he was like, "He's gay, suckers." <laughs> so Yeah. Um but anyway, like, he's gay, and, uh, but I think it get me, I just, like, video games, just for the fact of you having any sort of interaction or sense of feeling like you're in control of the story, even if you're not in control of the story, it just has that level of immersion that a movie or a book or a TV show or anything can never make you do. Oh, yeah. Well, and also the fact that they're generally longer than a movie. Yeah. It's just... That's why video game stories, when they're looked at from a third person, can sometimes feel not as strong. But when you're playing it, you're like, oh, wow, this is a very strong story because I'm involved in it. But if you, like, watch it from, like, a movie standpoint, you're like, uh, what? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Hannah from Ask FM was asking me, Hey Stacey, I'm the girl on Twitter who read The Martian from your Audible recommendations. I watched the film a few days after the book and I was just wondering, are there any film adaptations you actually prefer to the original book? I remember, sorry, go ahead. Um, first of all, did you know that Die Hard is actually a film adaptation of Nothing Lasts Forever? Well then, there you go. There's a good, there's a good book adaptation (laughs) um the first one that comes to my mind for this is actually jurassic park by michael Crichton. oh yeah that's a good one that's a really good book uh so and actually and oh yeah 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 that's a good one but it's technically a different story but and in jurassic that's you know what so in jurassic park lex is actually the one that's obsessed with computers yeah um that's the boy not the girl I'm clarifying for the audience. Lex is a girl. Oh, what? In the movies, the girl is the one who's obsessed with the with the movie, with the computers, right? The girl is the one that's obsessed with computers. 
you know what? I'm like getting them all mixed up now because I've I've seen both. In the movies, the girl was the one obsessed with, with computers. The computers. And I think in the books, it was different. I remember reading the books. Yeah, so, but... in the, so these are film adaptations that you like better than the book. Yeah, I like the film adaptation better than the book for Jurassic Park. I mean, the yeah. book's still good, but it has a completely different message, which I also like. Yes. Um, the Also, my actually, like, my favorite movie, Blade Runner, I liked better than the book that it's based on. It's a very loose adaptation of Do Androids Dream of Sheep? Or Do, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. Mm-hmm. But it's not a totally fair comparison because the plots are actually really, really different. Like, so different to the point where it's like you don't even... You wouldn't even sit there and say, like, these are the differences between them. It's just, like, two different stories. You know what I mean? 2001 A Space Odyssey is based off of a short story. But it's, like, very different. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Shining is based off of a Stephen King book, which is very different from the movie. Which is... it's, It's still a good book, but it's just... I know it's like but sometimes with a movie it's like they just bring something extra to it you know and sometimes they don't but most of the time they would say they don't but Uh, uh, Fight Club was a really good movie that yeah that was a good movie the book is good but the movie is really really good yeah the movie did something that I mean there's like a lot of different you know movies books it's hard you know, it's the same as movies versus video games. It's hard to hard to translate them. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Sookie Stackhouse stories versus True Blood. Oh, yeah. I, you know, they're both very different stories, but the True Blood TV show actually has a stronger narrative than the yeah. Sookie Stackhouse. Well, Sookie Stackhouse stories is, like, good, but it's kind of like a... Aren't they created kind of like very serially like there's they're kind of yeah they're kind of juicy yeah i would call them i would call them juicy mm-hmm. they're 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 kind of messed up but then true blood's like no we're gonna make it more messed up and I was we're like, gonna okay. be super messed up <laughs> but sucky stackhouse stories are still really messed up too it's kind of hard to to compare they're messed up in different ways yeah uh what else what else is a cool translation Man, The Martian, I was like, calm down. with. Have you, did you read the book? I haven't read the book yet. I watched the movie with my boyfriend and even I could tell that they were dumbing it down from the book I never read. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie, I, but the I book I recommend was... not, not seeing the movie because I can imagine how frustrated you're going to be watching it. Yeah, the book is so fucking good. Hello? What? She's gone. I'm gone. Stacy's internet cut out randomly, so uh, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter and stuff. Stacy is at Geek Remix a lot, and I am at Geek Remix. Remember that you can download this podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps and be able to listen to this on your phone or iPhone Touch or whatever. Anywhere you can get your podcast geek remix podcast is on so download it